I've always said the end of the world comes as a message could not connect to server. This is the reason that I own gold and cryptos. Uh, cryptos, if there's a cyber attack, uh, these could be inaccessible. So you want both, gold and cryptos. At goldsilver.com, we have a price match guarantee, free shipping, and global storage options. Thanks for making goldsilver.com your bullion dealer. Hi. Last week, I ran across this article, When Someone Dismisses NATO Expansionism, and it's written by somebody called Space Worm, and that sort of uh, makes people think, oh, this is a conspiracy theorist nutcase. Well, the article was very well written. My compliments, Space Worm. Uh, it also contained this clip from Oliver Stone's Ukraine on Fire, which I didn't know about. I'm going to try to watch this tonight. But it's a 2016 movie, the, the year after I did my video on uh, NATO's expansion toward Russia. But Vladimir Putin has been warning about this for decades, as you're going to see in a minute. Uh, anyway, in there, there's a link to the U.S. is culpable in today's Ukraine crisis. And this is very worth reading. Now, you know, it seems to be very balanced to me. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm still going deeper and trying to investigate all of this to see who's, what, what side is giving the most spin to this and how uh, we're all being manipulated. And so uh, I recommend reading this article. It's good. But like I said, Putin has been warning us for, for decades. And this is uh, why do we react so vehemently, vehemently to NATO's expansion? This is just right in the middle of this uh, clip from Ukraine on Fire. Here is the IMDB post on Ukraine on Fire. And this trailer is also very worth watching. Um, now, Amazon, I'm going to watch this tonight, I believe. Ukraine on Fire, and then in 2019, there was an update. And so both of those, you know, I've got an employee that is from Russia, and he married somebody from the Ukraine and moved to the Ukraine when he was young, and it was in the USSR back then. So he moved from the Russian territory of the USSR to the Ukrainian territory of the USSR. So he speaks Russian and Ukraine. He doesn't speak a word of English, so I can't talk with him. But my ranch manager speaks uh, uh, Bulgarian, Spanish, English, and a little bit of Russian. And so <laughs> when this employee uh, speaks a sentence with a whole bunch of Spanish and Russian words in a single sentence. My ranch manager understands it. Anyway, you know, I was asking him about it, and he is just torn apart by this war. Uh, his children and his grandchildren support the Ukrainian position on this because they're Ukrainian. But so is uh, my Russian-slash-Ukrainian uh, employee, and he is just, he, he, he understands both sides and a bunch of the nuances that are behind this, and it just tears him apart. I really feel for him. Uh, so, uh, you know, I did this uh, five years ago or more. I did this, uh, the map that shows why Russia feels surrounded in a presentation. That was back in 2015, actually, that I did that presentation. Um, and uh, then poking the Russian bear was something that we just did. And um, uh, Adam uh, Taggart had brought up this uh, clip of Biden admitting 
1997 that NATO expansion would cause Russian hostile reaction. Uh, current U.S. President Joe Biden admitted in a 1997 talk that the Atlantic, at the Atlantic Council that eastward expan NATO expansion into the Baltic states, now we're not talking about the Ukraine, the Baltic states, would cause a vigorous and hostile reaction by Russia. And it does. Vladimir Putin keeps on warning about this, that we have to stop. And so uh, here is a clip of that speech. It's very interesting. They have all been deleted from YouTube. Uh, you can't see it on YouTube. You have to go. There's, there are some that still exist on uh, Twitter and LinkedIn and so on. Uh, so that is worth listening to because what did we do? That was 1997 that Biden is telling us we shouldn't expand into the Baltic states. Well, this is 1949 when NATO was originated. And then, and you can see, the USSR, which included the Ukraine and the Baltic states. And uh, I've, I've mis misplaced Moscow a little bit. It's actually right about up there. Um, and you see uh, the Eastern Bloc countries, the Warsaw Pact, and how far away NATO was. Well, in 2004, we admitted Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, Poland. And so uh, this keeps on creeping closer and closer and closer. And uh, we have courted the Ukraine. And this is where Putin has put his foot down. And so the roots of this war, it, he didn't just like go crazy yesterday and invade the Ukraine. Um, this has been brewing for decades now. Now there's a bunch of other stuff happening. The White House uh, warns of possible Russian cyber attack linked to Ukraine invasion. Now, what's interesting about cyber attacks is it's very hard to prove who did it. So this could come from anywhere, uh, but the White House is warning of it now. And here's another one. Biden warns Russian cyber attacks coming. So I would bet that this is coming. I think this is a fairly high probability event. We all need to get uh, ready for it. White House warns companies of growing cyber attack risk. Uh, White House warns private companies to strengthen cybersecurity in case of a Russian cyber attack. White House warns companies to encrypt data in case of Russian cyber attack. And then here's the White House press releases, the fact sheet and uh, act now to protect against potential cyber attacks and a statement by President Biden on our nation's cybersecurity. Now, this is the reason that I own gold and cryptos. Uh, cryptos, if there's a cyber attack, uh, these could be inaccessible. So you want both gold and cryptos. They are allies in freedom and your personal freedom. And so um, uh, I own gold because it's physical. It's not virtual. It's not on the internet. It's physical. So um, the when you talk about cyber attacks, uh, there was a cyber attack that sort of I missed called not Pattaya, not Pattaya, not Pattaya. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Uh, but further down in this article, it says that uh, the damage, one of these was global uh, transport and logistics giant Maersk, uh, where Notpatia destroyed all end-user devices, including 49,000 laptops. 
All of our 1,200 applications were inaccessible and approximately 1,000 of them were destroyed. Uh, data was preserved on the backups, but the applications themselves could not be restored uh, from those as they would have been immediately reinfected. Uh, and then around 3,500 of our 6,200 servers were destroyed. Now I want to remind everybody, servers are the internet. The internet is just uh, millions if not billions of servers connected through uh, big switching hubs from Cisco and, and uh, these big companies like that. And so um, this has the potential to cause big internet disruptions and at that point you won't be able to get to your cryptos. So it's good the crypto people out there should have gold and silver. The gold and silver only people should have crypto. It's more portable. Uh, it's, it's, there, there are cases to be made for both. And so, you know, I've had discussions with people and they'll bring up the end of the world. And I've always said the end of the world comes as a message could not connect to server. Uh, lastly, uh, you know, I've asked people if they know anybody from Russia uh, or anybody that speaks Russian that may have relatives that they know that are from Russia. Send them a link to the pale blue dot. And we found one that is already translated into Russian, and it, it has some great images in it. So please forward this to anybody that you can that speaks Russian, especially if you know of a Russian politician. Uh, we are getting too close to the potential for World War III. This is very, very dangerous. I don't know about you, but I like being alive. I want to thank you for watching. We'll see you next time.